Good morning. It is a Tuesday. Welcome to Kale and Company Live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. With individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle, learn more and find your plan at Delta Dental Covers Me. Com. And speaking of a Delta Dental, we have the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental with us on the line right now, Tom Raffio. Tom, good morning to you. Good morning. I feel like I live with you these days. That, you know? that is pretty much Fridays, true. Fridays, weekends, we <laughs> had the show Friday, then you're with me in Vermont. <laughs> By the way, you do that read, DeltaDentalCoversMe.com, so good. Do you still have that little 3 by 5 card? Or, I, or I do. Have, of course have, I do. You know or, I do. Or do we have a new upgrade? Some I, sort of... I wouldn't be anything without index cards. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, uh, <laughs> but And, of t- course, yeah. you have to remind the, the listening audience, which is probably... I'm guessing about 1.3 million people, because that's the population of New Hampshire. <laughs> that if you if you if you rather go with the government, uh, you can go healthcare.gov and you can get the same type of individual plan that you can on DeltaDentalCoversMe.com. But I will say this, and I've tested this myself as well as with friends. If you go on DeltaDentalCoversMe.com in 45 seconds, literally, you can get a cost-effective dental plan. Well, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You're sticking to it, and I'll tell you what. Uh, in Vermont over the weekend, the completion of the 2023 Delta Dental Mountain Challenge, and uh, what a series it was. I mean, I, I was there for for quite a bit of it, three of the big races uh, anyway, and, uh, and Tom, it was just a, an amazing series uh, coming to an end on, on Sunday. It was so moving, so compelling camaraderie. You were there. You were helping me selling a few of my uh, stories from the starting line book. But as you said, it was a complete series. It actually began um, back in late April at Mount Sunapee, two races at Mount Sunapee when there was still snow on the ground. Um, And then, as you mentioned, we had the Delta Dental Mount Washington Road Race, which you were there, also helping me sell books. (laughs) And then raced the COG on June 24th, and then the Loon Race on the 9th. By the way, there was also an Escutney run on June 3rd. And so the final race was Delta Dental race to the top of Vermont, and it was just picture-perfect. Um, Joseph Gray, who you've gotten to know, he's the world champion runner, and I'm literally world champion. He'll probably win the, the Pikes Ascent in Colorado coming up. He won the race at 32.53, just two seconds um, off of the record for that course. Part of that was because when he got he got near the top, it was a little foggy, and he temporarily took a wrong turn, which probably cost him three or four seconds. Uh, but I thought he, it was that extra croissant he had the night before. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, right. that's, so, what, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> well, you are so funny because Ken and I, have, we've hung out a lot with Joseph. We're not name-dropping, but so, of course, he's like, you know, 6'2", 140 pounds, yeah. you know, not an ounce of fat on him, but he definitely you know, uh, has to eat the calories because he burns right. so get, many off. Get those carbs. They got the carbs. After the Mount Washington road race, um, he had his soft serve ice cream. But he was terrific. He ended up, of course, winning the series. Um, so he uh, ended up with 5,994 points, and the second-place person was only at 5,500. So he won not only the race on Sunday, but the entire series. So 
he'll be back, and here's why. This, I, I would have preferred if he had broken the record just to have a newsworthy story for the race at the top of Vermont, but he definitely wants to break the record. So he'll be coming back to Vermont, uh, which is great, and he'll do the Delta Dental Mount Washington Road Race as well because as people that have read the book knows that uh, he's now won Mount Washington seven times. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Yeah, seven times, which ties the record with Bob Hodge. So he'd like to get number eight um, next June, Father's Day weekend. So, well, I know he, he loves the area. I know he lives in Colorado, but he loves this area, doesn't he? He does. He paid us, meaning northern New Englanders, and you and I and the people that he hang out with, like the ultimate uh, compliment, which is he's thinking of getting a second home in New Hampshire. But the bigger comment he made was, he ha- he's been treated so well when he's been at these races, you know, Sunapee, Mount Washington, and the Cog, Loon as well. He's done that in prior years. He gets treated so nicely. Um, as you know, our pal Andy Tabor, you know, took him to the airport, Burlington Airport, you know, right after the awards. And he just says he gets treated so well um, by all the spectators and all the fellow runners. So I think I think we did. Um, racing proud, uh, putting on these races in a first-class manner. And I do want to give a big shout-out to my wife, Ellen, who organized the series. She also ran uh, Sunday under an hour, which is really a good time. Unbelievable, yeah. And, you know, to put on the the series, we had to, you know, give out different uh, T-shirts and other, uh, other parts of the process. So there's a lot to putting on a series. Um, and so to do that and then participate um, in the race was fabulous. And, of course, the day before, on Saturday, 26, we had run that 10-mile race, the New Hampshire 10-miler um, in Auburn around the lake. So Lake Massabesic, uh, yeah, got a, beautiful a, spot. I'm so glad you pronounced that because I have trouble <laughs> with that word for some reason. <laughs> but uh, and, uh, anyway, so it was, just, it was just great, and thank you and uh, Kitty. A part of our fun bunch helped us with uh, other parts of the organization, including helping us with Havana, who, um, I don't know, I, I think you saw the video. Yeah, I know you saw the video, but she, she uh, for the kids' race. She's amazing. Which, she is truly amazing. She raced up and was doing well, and I, I think what happened towards the end, her shoe fell off, and so she was dealing with that. But, but the kids' race uh, is really cool, too, because we're trying to establish the next generation of Sure. Running, because we've yeah. all heard in America how, you know, 80% of us are out of shape or whatever. So it's like, let's start the sort of the wellness uh, part of population health at an early age. And that that was a real race, too. The, the kids ran. It wasn't, oh, like the, yeah. they it wasn't were, like the typical, like, you know, 50-yard race. They were really race. into it. They were yeah. really into it. No, no doubt about that. Tom, you know, it's amazing. We have a, a mystery guest that just walked into the studio, even as we speak. That would be Kitty, maybe? Uh, no, it wouldn't be Kitty. It would it, be Paul? Uh, uh, no, it, it would be... Uh, hang on. Peter? Is hang comparable? On, hang on, I'm flossing. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> P- I, I, those of us in the know, we we just call him PSJ or the incomparable. <laughs> the incomparable one, Miss, yes. Mr. Raffio, how is life at Northeast Delta Dental? Fantastic, and... The only other incomparable man that I've most recently met was Joseph Gray. He's as, as you are in radio, incomparable. He is that with mountain running. But things are going well, and I'm glad uh, 
I'm glad you found a dentist in the Concord area and you're taking care of your teeth, brush and floss. That's great. Yep, yep. No, it's all good. All good. And, Tom, I think we have to mention, too, uh, Casey Enman won the uh, the women's yes, division. Absolutely. So yep. Casey uh, won the series for the women, just nosing out Amber Ferreira. And I just want to mention the, the top uh, three. So Casey's from Vermont. She got 5,900 points. Amber, right. 5,700 points. Of course, Amber is the local legend. But the other local legend, Kristen Dineski from Hoppington, who was in her 50s, she was top three, and this is for the entire series, yeah. 5,500. Um, and then, again, on the men's side, Joseph Gray won. And then in second place uh, was another Vermonter, Everett Hackett. And then third place, Adam Pachuk. So it was just a great series. Uh, you can go on YouTube. If everybody, if you want to actually see it, if you have three minutes, just go on YouTube, and you'll see the race at the top of Vermont. You'll see a really cool video of Joseph crossing the finish line, as well as the uh, the kids race. And yeah. Oh, it is. It's a great, very professionally done uh, video. And uh, next year we'll have to get uh, the incomparable Peter St. James involved in one of these mountain races. I think so, and uh, he can do the voiceover. He's got he's got you and you and Peter have the best radio voices. I'm just like I just toil in dental insurance. <laughs> if it doesn't work out for me, I hope you guys when, get when are you job gonna, ra- When are you going to run Mount Washington again? Uh, probably next year. I've done it ten times. Yep. Um, and I just want to get in a little better shape because, it's, again, um, this is where I give my wife Ellen a lot of credit because when you're, when you're organizing the races and trying to sell books and organizing the series, that alone takes a lot out of you. And so we, when you're lining up, you're already sort of tired. So this year I said, let me, let me focus on uh, you know, race management. Well, you, you do that next year, and I will be with you next year on Mount Washington. <laughs> For my number 11. Um, I of course, he's going to take the cog up, but oh, you know, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I'll be on top having a drink, waiting for Tom. Well, <laughs> what you should do, PSJ, is take the cog up with Ken and Kitty, right? Yeah, and 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 see how your see if the, the okay. train can beat Joseph. Gray. I'm warming to that. Okay, there you, you go. go. That's you a good? plan. Are you good with kids? Because there'll be a five-year-old on there, too. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. Why? What do you know? <laughs> My grandchild, whatever, will uh, be with you. Well, Tom, again, uh, great series, and uh, congratulations to you Thanks. and Ellen for all the hard work that you guys do. And, and uh, it was just, and, a, uh, just a blast in, in Stowe over and, the weekend. Yeah, it's great, Commerce. Thanks for participating. And again, funds go to um, the Vermont Head Start in the case of yesterday, uh, Sunday, and then in the case of Mount Washington, the Coast County Family Health. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you with Donuts Friday. All righty. Thank All right. you, guys. See you, Tom. Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental here on Kale & Company, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. You know, there's a mayor's race coming up in, in Concord for the first time in a long time. Yeah. And there's one in Manchester as well, and we will be talking about that one uh, right after these words on WKXL nhtalkradio.com presented by Northeast Delta Dental. We'll be right back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL nhtalkradio.com for Tuesday. We're presented by Northeast Delta Dental. You've uh, already met the incomparable Peter St. James who's uh, sitting in today becoming a, a regular fixture here 
at uh, at WKXL. Do you validate parking? Uh, yes, we do. Okay, we good. do. We do validate parking in our plush but not overly ostentatious WKXL parking lot. I did see uh, a Kavanaugh for mayor sign. Oh, uh, you, you did? So, yeah. I wonder, I wonder why that was. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I didn't see cool. when I drove in this that morning. That was a good sign. Yeah, that was a great driving. sign. <laughs> and, and speaking of Kavanaugh for mayor, uh, Kevin Kavanaugh is with us running for mayor of the city of Manchester, as most uh, people know, Joyce Craig is uh, leaving her post and uh, pursuing a, a run for uh, the corner office, the governor of New Hampshire. And uh, Kevin, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Ken. It is uh, it is our pleasure. And uh, Kevin, uh, no stranger to politics, former uh, state senator and uh, an alderman in Wal- Ward 1 in, uh, in Manchester. So why do you want to do this? You know, I was born and raised in Manchester. It's just, um, it's. I went to public schools there. My wife Carrie and I raised our three kids. They all went through public schools, and it's. Uh, there's been people around the city that have given so much to me. I've um, had coaches and teachers that have given to me. My friends around the city, and it's. Um, I, I love it. I love Manchester. It's just. It's. It's something I want to do for people that have given to me, and it's. Uh, Time to step up, and I want to do that. Well, you have already given quite a bit back uh, to the city. Just just reading your bio a little bit, having you know coached uh, for for many many years and had an impact on, on the lives of, of so many youngsters. No, that was it's just something growing up with sports from little league all the way up, you know. And it's just someone even asked me, "What's your favorite school?" And I said, "Well, I graduated from Memorial High School, and um, I coached football for five or six years at West. My three kids went to Central." And my youngest son for two years went to MST. So I love love them all, and I can't can't pick one. But I think there's a. But I'm glad to do it. I met so many people, coaching, and um, I have friends that I coached with, and kids that I coach, and I'm friends with now. So it's just uh, just a great sense of community doing that and giving back. I, I've got to ask you uh, since you went to uh, Manchester Memorial High School and were a crusader then. Yeah. Did, did you ever have uh, Frank Sullivan as a teacher? I did. Yes. You did. Sports huh? writing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we did. Mr. Sullivan was great. Yeah, the late great Frank Sullivan. Frank and I did uh, did uh, many games together on on radio uh, yeah. over the years. Of, well, he used to have Bob LaBelle come in too. And yes, he did. Well, he, for, he for, first worked with Bob, and and yep. then uh, then he stepped up a little bit and, and worked with me for a few years. Uh, but uh, at, at any rate, uh, we had we had to do a story one time. We had to write a story about a game. And a couple of buddies and I were playing pool. They said, "Let's do a story about this pool table game we were playing." He he ripped into us. He goes, that's not a sport. <laughs> Go back and do another one. But he was great. He was great. Yeah, he, he was. He was terrific. And it was all, always a lot of fun work, working with him. And uh, so, you know, tell us, you know, you grew up uh, in, in Manchester. Uh, how has the city changed, evolved uh, over the years since you were growing up in the Queen City? Well, I mean, there's a lot more building, of course. I mean, I, I, when I grew up, there was uh, a couple of fields. We used to take our bikes like cruising around the field now there's all neighborhoods there and but a lot of it is the challenges we have now um are different i mean i you look at the the high cost of housing and we we're we're putting about two thousand more units on the market in the next couple couple years but it's a good start but we have to do more and i think when you look at um, small businesses and, and young people trying to move in to manchester it's very expensive like most of the state and we have to, I think, move um, work with city officials, the city government, and, and developers to see how we can get those um, units to the market faster. So 2,000 uh, more units coming in in the not-too-distant future in Manchester, which is, as you said, a good start, but there has to be more uh, as well. So how, how do you do that? 
Well, I think we a lot of the underused space we can we can look at. A lot of the uh, there was a beautiful river walk down downtown, yep. the parking lot, the Arms Park, and it's just I mean I think we look at that. Um, there's so many. I, I just envision that whole area being full, having a, maybe a concert summer series for for bands yep. coming down there, competing with um, other venues around the state, and I think we can attract people, small businesses, multi-use um, areas, and we have uh, second floor buildings that we could. Do, renovate to try to get more apartments in there. So there's a lot of options we can do, and we do have a lot of um, underused areas that we can. We have a couple other plans coming in, too, with some parking lots with parking garages and mm-hmm. and um, uh, multi-use areas where people can get people in and help them stay. But also, I think, too, we can look at um, housing. When I was in the state Senate, we did pass the Housing Appeals Board, and that is a good way to help developers look at areas where we can build houses. And I mean, my wife's a real estate agent, and you see the prices people are bidding, and it's just it's yeah. incredible for young families. And it's just, uh, it's, 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 I think it's like I did in the Senate with a good friend of mine, Harold French. I mean, we disagreed a lot, but we worked <laughs> together on things. And um, I think that's, that's what I want to do. I've done, I've proven that working across the aisle in the Senate and in the, as an alderman. And I want to continue doing that. I think we can bring building um, developers as well as, and I'm not blaming anyone for slowing the process, but it's just how do we look forward to work together and bring people together to speed up that process. What was the, uh, did I say the, the average rent uh, in Manchester was like $1,400 a month? Oh, I bet it's more than that. Oh, 14, 1500 And it's like, yeah. if you've got a working couple, um, how, do you, how do you get in, get a skin in the game, and and move on. Right, it's tough, and that's and then I mean, and then you look at even childcare costs. You yeah. know, I mean, a lot of uh, guys and girls now are staying home, and so that's one income gone because of the the childcare costs. One of the things we talked about too, like like anywhere, we're all looking for employees. The city is the same way. We're down about thirty percent vacancies wow. in different departments, and um, why can't we use some of those spots to have our own daycare center, hire daycare workers, and then um, maybe share the cost? And then it's I mean. If you're bringing someone into the workforce, you're getting more things done. So and I think that, that's going to help be a win-win for the city and the, um, the family looking to buy a home. Yeah. Uh, yeah certainly rents uh, in the Manchester and Concord area go up uh, every year. There's no, no doubt about that. And uh, if you're on a, a fixed income, it's very, very difficult, you know, especially if you're just you know, relying on your Social Security check and a little bit more. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to make ends meet. So What, you want to uh, eat, too? Yeah, well, wanna, well <laughs> once, in a, once, once in a while. Medication, right? Yeah. Yeah. Once in a no, while. It's true. It's, I mean, we talk about young families, but seniors want to stay. We want seniors yeah. to stay in the city and, and be able to afford to stay here and then have a, well, New a nice great. retirement. I mean, it is, uh, I think we're, the, what, second oldest? Maine. I think as the oldest demographic, and New Hampshire's right behind it. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, and it's tough. So, uh, more housing units are. Is that what you see as the the biggest issue in Manchester? The the lack of uh, of housing, one and affordable housing uh, to go along with that. I mean, we've been we've been knocking doors. We've been talking to a lot of people. I think that's one of the issues. I and mean, homelessness is another issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, public safety, people talk about. I mean, I. I I want to thank the first responders, the police and fire that are on the ground, um, boots on the ground every day doing this. And I'm very proud to have their endorsement with the Manchester Police and Fire Unions. And it's just, uh, I've worked hard for them as an alderman for eight years and the senator for six years. And I think um, I've earned their trust that they they know I will have their backs uh, by giving me that endorsement. But, and we have to, we have to support them. We have to. We did increase the um, the amount of um, the complement for the police department. We increased the training that we have for the squad one for the fire department as well as the uh, safety gear we built into our budget. So 
we have to support them because they are they are on the front lines of public safety and the homelessness issue. Well, uh, I, I did read your list of endorsements, and it's uh, very impressive, and including the outgoing mayor, for one, and uh, our, our good friend uh, Lou D'Alessandro for another. Yeah, the yeah. dean. The dean. I love how they, I still talk about them being the state house when we had the office when we had the majority, and Lou would just scream my name in the state house. I felt like I was going to the principal's office. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, and Joyce, Joyce is, um, it means a lot to have her um, endorsement. And, and this morning, it just came out, we have uh, Senator Maggie Hassan is endorsing the campaign, which um, I think. It means a lot to Hassan, me. I've heard that name. Yeah, yeah. once or twice. That's breaking news here on yeah, WKXL. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, but if we're, and we're building a lot. We're building a lot of grassroots, too. We're knocking a lot of doors, and we're talking to a lot of people. So it's uh, it's been a fun campaign, but it's just, I mean, we've we got to keep working, and we'll maybe. And see, the issues that you talked about um, are not uh, just peculiar to Manchester. Take any urban area, 100,000 people or more. You're going to have questions about rent, uh, housing, income, uh, homelessness. Uh, it's just a fact of life. Yeah, everywhere. It's not yeah. invented here. I mean, we were, had to go out to Missouri this, this summer in uh, St. Charles, Missouri. Homeless problem out there, too. It's everywhere. And it's just, I mean, and again, we, we're doing everything we can where I think we're doing a good, a good job to start with some uh, wraparound services. But um, it's, again, it's, it's not a city, state. It's a federal issue. And I think all three of us coming together to do that is is what's going to really um, help people to get off the streets. Kevin Cavanaugh is with us. Uh, Alderman, Ward 1 in the city of Manchester, former state senator, and uh, running now for mayor of uh, Manchester as uh, Joyce Craig is uh, leaving office to run for governor of the state. And uh, Kevin is going to be with us right after the break here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, and uh, also in studio today, uh, the incomparable uh, Peter St. James. We will be right back. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We are presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And if you missed any of this show or just would like to hear it again, we'll play it for you a little after 7 o'clock tonight here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. In studio, we have Kevin Cavanaugh running for mayor of the city of Manchester, the state's largest city, and the incomparable uh, Peter St. James with us as well. And we, we talked about housing and, uh, and homelessness. Uh, what, what about the crime situation uh, in, in Manchester, Kevin? Yeah, well, we, I mean, when you look at the crime, it is down 38%, violent crime down 12% since 2018. Um, but, you know, everyone deserves to feel safe there. And if you're getting harassed, um, you know, it doesn't make you feel good. And we have been working with the police to, to address that. We've got more beat patrols downtown. We've got um, uh, community policing. And we have, like I said before, we've increased the complement for the police. And the technology we have, too, is just a, it's um, even the, the body cameras. We're going with a better yep. camera, the tasers, hopefully more, less, less of a violent or, or dangerous or deadly um, interaction when they have to be used. But uh, the police do a great job. They really do. They, um, they, they've they led the way in the state. The Manchester Police Department has increased their training for 40 hours a week. And um, we've also had uh, put on mental health workers. I mean, oh, someone yeah. ended up going in, in a mental health crisis, right? I mean, it's tough when you have police showing up. And you have someone now that's trained in that area to talk to people and hopefully get them the services they need. 
And the, um, again, I'm proud to have their endorsement. We, we have done a lot of technology changes. We've had uh, the, the cameras and the tasers, but also the, um, the shot stopper, where it's just incredible. It's just, I mean, if one goes off, um, microphones can pick that up and it gets sent right to the, uh, the police get sent right to the neighborhood where that was. Wow. And, and it has been shootings, but you look at the, the arrest, they pretty quickly, they find out who it is and they, and they get the people that are doing that. So it's just, but again, I mean, I, I want everyone to go downtown. We were downtown this weekend. My wife and I at Chaos and Kindness had that big show. There was probably yeah. 35, 40,000 people down there. Wow. It was just great. And then they had an Irish festival festival down on, um, on, uh, uh, Hanover Street, and that was that was fun too. And it's just a beautiful area, and there's so much going on. Yeah, we, yeah. we were we were knocking doors all day Saturday and Sunday. We said, let's just go downtown and grab an appetizer. And six o'clock at night, we opened the door to go in there. Every table was full. It was great. It's just See, like, people I don't are think down there. We who live in New Hampshire don't think about it, but Manchester is somewhat of a destination. I think it is. I mean, I and I I think we can do more to attract people down there. They, I mean, the Fisher Cats. Been to a couple games this summer, and it's it's a great experience. I mean, you're sitting out there. There was a couple weeks ago they were there. They were down by seven runs. They had a nice rally. They were up by one run, and then the downpour of rain came. So, but it was, uh, (laughs) but it's there's so much to do, and there's always something going on. Like Tom was saying before, I mean, different road races we have, and it's beautiful around Massabesic. It is, yeah. And we have some great races right downtown and throughout the city. The rail trail we have, and it's just, I mean. Outdoor attraction, what people want, what people really want to enjoy, and that's what we're trying to. And you did have concerts at Arms Parking lot. lot. Thank you, Mike yeah. Love. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw Hall and Oats there in the uh, yeah. In Kenny the Rogers, Chandler right? Tucker, yeah. Beach Boys, yeah. Mamas yeah. and Papas. Right, they were all yeah. 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 See, I, would, I just think yeah. of that. I think of Manchester like that, and what we can do. I talked about it before with um, like a summer concert series, and bring yeah. some good acts in. Why not? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember when they did have the, those concerts there, the Beach Boys yeah. and yeah. Hall and Oats and others. Uh, you know, there were there were no seats. People brought their own chairs yeah. or blankets and, lot, right? or yeah. stood up, yeah. and it, but it was a great time. But it was it really hot. Was. It was hot. But you had the yeah. cool river. Yeah, cool. It's like okay, this is okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, there was a river fest for any yeah. number of years. Right in. Uh, right at Arms Park. Yeah. In lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's where you got to change that. Yeah. yeah. That <laughs> was that's how you know we were there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was Mike Love of the Beach Boys who, right. who said that. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it is. It's beautiful right there. I don't know if you've yeah. been down to see that mural walking down on the stairs. And, I mean, it's it's there's a great kayaking course right in there in the water. That's that right. It's just, I mean, we can we – can, Celebrate that. Are there that, any any things. mills left uh, that that need to be refurbished? Could be refurbed for apartments. Well, there there are. There's some across the street from the commercial street, well, on commercial street, but okay. across the street from the river. And um, this the the there's units going in there okay. as well. Yeah. So Good. there's uh, there's a lot with the army project. I mean, the army project could potentially bring seven thousand jobs to, to wow. Manchester. And but but that's wow. going to be the surrounding wow. area. So there's there's could be there's potential for huge growth. And there's you, you asked earlier. Why? You know, and why do I want to run? Because there, there is. I think the future is bright, and I think we can do a lot. And it's going to be a lot. We have to look up for seniors to keep seniors here, but also young families to what attracts them, what brings them down. You know, it was um, my daughter. I told you about that going to Missouri. Yeah, why don't, why don't you have her come in? Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe, talk to her. Maybe I'll have her call <laughs> in. Lacrosse superstar. Yeah. <laughs> and so we went out to St. Charles, and they had the same thing. They had this beautiful river area. They have a, they're putting in 12 pickleball courts. Right on the river, they have a, a walkout for uh, kayaking right on the river, but it's all multi-use. They have a, like a coffee shop, a salon, a little store. Wow. It's like, God, I was just thinking that same thing. When if um, if we could, uh, we can do it. We can do it. If they can do it, we can do it. And it's just it's going to make an attraction that 
that people will love to come here. And uh, I mean, everyone wants to be around water, a oh, lake, yeah. a river, yeah. and just, I mean, enjoy. And, and, and I'd love to see a river walk going over there that ties in that mill, mill west yeah. and bring that yeah. right over the river so you can go downtown, have a nice dinner, and walk back home. You, you mentioned, I'm sorry, Kenny, That's okay. um, Lou D'Alessandro, uh, Harold French, yeah. uh, some of your colleagues in the Senate. Uh, the thing that they have in common, as do you, is you'll work with anybody. Okay, Harold would cross the aisle, Republicans, Democrats, it didn't matter. Lou, same thing. You, same thing. So it's not just you're either with me or you're against me kind of attitude. Well, that's what I'm, I'm proud of that. I mean, I'm proud of we, – we can disagree, but we can still go down and have lunch after too. I mean, I, I sat right next to John Reagan, who John, I think, is a good friend. Yep. And it's just um, Lou D'Alessandro, Donna Susie. They're good, good friends that I've worked with. But I, I think um, – I, I stand by my record with that because we don't – no, I think people are so sick of the divisiveness of politics, and it's just at a local level like that as a mayor's office, I think it's time to bring people together. And bring, me, bring me a solution. How, can we, how do we get together and do this? And I, I, I stand by that. I think um, you know, the, the 13 contracts, city contracts that we sent, uh, settled last year, there was dragging on for about eight to ten months. Uh, mayor Craig appointed me, and the aldermen gave the okay to go in, lead the negotiations, and we settled them within three weeks. And that was a lot to me. That's... that's bipartisan support going back to the board and it was give and take from both groups and um, it was good for the taxpayer we stayed under the tax cap with that and it, but it, but we also honored the employees I think the employees working day and night through the shutdown and um, we gave them the stability of three and four year contracts and I am proud of that but that's <laughs> you don't do that alone no. you know you need you need support from both sides to be I able think to you're right that. I think people are sick of the divisiveness of R D R D. You know, hey, this is local. We're all in this together. Right. Yeah. And it. Yeah, we are. And it's it's our community, right? So it's just. I mean, we coaching football, coaching baseball. It, you don't win alone. You know how many times Correct. you tell a kid there's no right. I in team, but you know. Yeah. It, but it's it's the same thing with all of us. You know, yeah. we can do it together. How do we bring government, nonprofits, business, unions, everyone together to work together to uh, hospitals to to see how we can make things better. And, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I've got the magic wand to fix everything. But, oh, go ahead. But <laughs> <laughs> Why not? If you don't, well, somebody did, else will. I did right? call <laughs> it because Peter said he's retiring this year. I said, you're not going to be done. He's, he's, done. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's full of it. You know that. <laughs> but, but all I can tell you is I'll try and I'll take suggestions and try to make things better. Yeah, and and you, you know, as as a, as a coach, and uh, as you know, someone who has uh, been involved with unions for for a long time, you are, you know, in in the case of the unions anyway, uh, used to the negotiating process. You you've been there many many times. Yeah, I mean, we've been there. I've been there many times. So I have a long career of that, and I'm proud of that because that's what we. I mean, in my background is that. I mean, we we have a diverse group of people we're representing that we're all we're all working for. I mean, we've had strikes that we the negotiations fall apart. 2320 rocks. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's all. And uh, I've, I've been part of that when they fall apart too and it's I think I th- I've learned that if um, if if you're on strike, both parties failed, right? I mean, you got to you got to be able to come together and do that and it's just um, but it that really showed me a lot of that too. Uh, being a union steward, being a vice president of my local, uh, being a part of negotiations. But it's also uh, just like the tax money, just like your, the, the dues that we collect from members. That's, that's coming out of people's pocketbooks, you know, and it's just something you've got to respect and you've got to know where that money's going. And, and um, just like the tax money, you know, taxes are – there's seniors out there, there's young families out there and paying high rent and we've got to respect 
what they're paying for uh, taxes and make sure we respect the employees, but as well as the, um, the taxpayer. Of course, uh, we have uh, schools opening up uh, very shortly, and and we'll talk about that because I know in, in some areas of the state there is a, a lack of, of quite a shortage of teachers, qualified ones anyway, and we'll get back to that right after this break. And then I will also ask you a question that people ask me all the time, and we'll we'll get back to that right right <laughs> after these words. Kevin Cavanaugh is with I us. Can't wait. That's, <laughs> that's our little radio tease. Uh-oh. Kevin Cavanaugh is with us, running for mayor of uh, Manchester. He's currently an alderman in Ward, Ward One of uh, the Queen City, and a former state senator. Peter St. James in the house, the incomparable one. And uh, we will take a quick break here and be back with more on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, powered by Northeast Delta Dental. Welcome back. Kale and Company live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com, presented by Northeast Delta Dental. Kevin Cavanaugh is with us, running for mayor of Manchester, the state's largest city, and where we have a, a signal that booms into downtown Manchester. And I hope everyone's be, listening. Oh, I, I hope so, too. If not, if they're not listening to this broadcast, have them tune in right after 7 tonight on, on uh, 101.9 FM in uh, Manchester and beyond, at 103.9 in Concord, 14.50 on the AM dial. Kevin Cavanaugh is here, the incomparable Peter St. James. And the, uh, the question that everybody always asks me, because... A lot of people know of my previous association with... I was never the, found guilty on any of those charges. <laughs> okay, so they can stop asking you. <laughs> well, well, you know you, you know that uh, I have no answer to this. Uh, but everybody always asks me, first thing uh, they ask me is, is there ever going to be a professional hockey team back in yeah. Manchester? I thought you were going to ask me how old I was. Uh, I I was <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, I... Um, when the Monarchs first came in, I had season tickets there for the first five years. It was phenomenal, you know. Mm. And the, the excitement of it was, I, I used to love to see the amount of people that were there. They'd, they'd oh, see a sellout great. crowd and they'd yeah, put the great. number up there. Yeah. It was the yeah. excitement of it. The excitement yeah. downtown was phenomenal. Yeah. And um, it, it's one of the things, if I, if, if I win and if I can look back at my career, one of the stamps I'd like to say is like, hey, they got a professional hockey back down in, in Manchester because I think that would get you elected for a long time. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, it mean, but it's it's such a. I remember what was the the team in Manchester? I can't remember that. Was it the the Blackhawks? We used to go down. Oh, I mean, sure. Grew up, yeah, yeah. Grew and up, they had the Monarchs too uh, in long ago. The the Monarchs were a team and. Uh, and uh, the Tama Shanters were down there. I know uh, Hubie McDonough. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, used to play for them, and uh, and there were quite a few. But the Monarchs and uh, the Manchester Blackhawks played in yeah. the early seventies. I still remember going to JFK yeah. when they had that chain link fence. You know, yeah. oh yeah, over there. instead of the glass, instead yeah. of the glass, yeah. 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 But I, I would do, I would tell you one thing I would love to do is bring businesses together, bring teams together, mm. and. Um, We've, I would love to see that. Yeah. I, mean, I think it would be great for the whole the whole downtown, the whole city, the whole area. Because yeah. I mean, I, you it's, look at that parking garage across the street; would be show, full for any shows or oh, any sure. games. Yeah. yeah, you Manchester yeah. guys, let's not forget because I was a North Country guy. <laughs> yeah, the Berlin Maroons. 
Yeah. I mean, that was the, there you go. the big one. Oh, yeah. And whenever the Maroons went south of the notch, we're like, you guys, yeah. it's all over for you. That's all right. over. That's right. And there are so many uh, New Hampshire legends of hockey that are from Berlin. That's right. uh, there's no no doubt about yeah. that. That's great. But it, it's a great country. tie for the whole state, too. You know? well, it, that's it is. And, uh, you know, it's just too bad because, and, and I know, uh, you know, the. Uh, you know, the Monarchs were owned for many years by their, their parent club, the Los Angeles Kings, for, you know, the entire time they were in the AHL and one year that they were in the ECHL. They played four years in the ECHL, three under another management group that, quite frankly, uh, left a, a bitter taste in the mouths of many Right, not just me because they fired me, but uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but, but uh, <laughs> that'll do it. But, that'll but, do it. <laughs> how many games did you call in a row consecutively? Oh, I think it was like sixteen hundred or something. Really? Like, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And did, what, if I remember correctly, yeah. didn't your daughter have a have a baby, and you didn't you were not there for the delivery because you had a game? No, no, no that didn't I happen. Seem that, to recall. Didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> But uh, no, what what uh, I'm, I'm trying to think, but uh, but no, there were you know I, I did every single game of the American Hockey League yeah. Monarchs and, and and three years of the ECHL. That's yeah, that's they great. Yeah. Actually, four years in the ECHL, but but that's why people ask me. I mean, because they they think yeah. I have knowledge of this, but I don't. I I don't know if there's been any effort really to get another team back. I mean, they're not just. I mean, it, it's a very rare scenario that somebody's going to say, "Hey, can you know you know can we." Put a franchise here Kevin, in Manchester. Kevin, or if you else. win, Kevin, hockey czar. <laughs> yeah, hockey czar. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if there's been a push, but I know a lot of people have talked to me and have that same question. Do you think we'll ever get them back and yeah. then get someone? And I think it would be great. I mean, I, I used to love the same thing for the kids Yeah. Um, in between periods where they'd let the kids go down and play for five minutes. And uh, that was uh, that was a lot of fun to watch. My all Three of my kids did it when they were little. You know, oh, I just, mean, it was great for families, just like the Fisher Cats are yeah. uh, today. Uh, and we're glad to have that. Them and they uh, bring a lot to downtown as well. Uh, but uh, I think Manchester can support two teams, two professional teams. I really do. I agree. Because they did. Well, even look at, at the Elite time. Eight, when they have the Elite Eight in yeah. town. I oh, mean, it is yeah. hopping. You, you hockey, can't, yeah. yeah, you can't get into a restaurant and people are excited. That's right. It's just, I mean, so. It, it, yeah. I no, think true. we could. Well, I think the, the people would support it, that's for sure. And I think if you look at the results the Monarchs had, especially in those first five to seven years. Yeah. Um, Oh, absolutely. To bring that back. And, uh, you know, if it's priced right, you know, uh, right. Uh, that's that's the important thing. And the Fisher Cats do that very well and have a lot of uh, fun nights, a lot of fireworks, a lot of giveaways. And uh, that's what you need, you know. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, that that's what people and but not only that, not only uh, maybe bringing hockey back to the Queen City, which would be great. Uh, but, I, you know, the arena itself is still. I mean, it, it opened in uh, 2001, but it is still, I think, one of the jewels in terms of arenas in New England and maybe the Northeast. I mean, you know, the TD Garden is, is probably, you know, the, the best arena in, in New England. Uh, but outside of that, there there's really uh, not too many that can rival SNHU Arena for what it has to offer. Yeah, it's a gem. It really yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see it filled every every night, you know, with something going on. That's for sure, a concert or a show, whatever they're putting on, but especially the hockey. I mean, we, we look at that, and we also look at even a hidden gem and an economic engine we have is the Manchester Airport. Yeah, uh, exactly. We had this other forum last week, and it's just, I mean, it's up to everyone. It's just, instead of b- driving past it to go to Boston— Get a flight out of Manchester. You know, it's just, it's going to help that. It's going to show that to other airlines and other business that we are 
um, succeeding locally, and that's going to help our chances, I think, to bring a professional hockey team back to Manchester as yeah, well. I, I think so, and that would be that would be terrific. That would be a real feather in your cap, Kevin, oh, if you could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking, so, of, speaking of flights, every once in a while we hear people talking about expanded rail coming into Manchester. Is that ever going to happen, or is that just a fantasy? I'd love to see it happen. I know when I was in the Senate we had that. When I was on the Transportation Committee, we had it... It was going to go through the final vote, then it got pulled off just with federal money to study it. I, I would love to see it. I don't know why we don't yet. I mean, and even continue up to Concord. I would love to see it going and hit something at the airport from Boston to the airport, Manchester to Concord. Um, boy, if you can, if I could hop on a train in Manchester and drive down to a Sox game or, or oh, then come back yeah. up oh, and yeah. then, you know, yeah. and then people coming up, I mean, coming up to go to a Fisher Cats game or another Monarchs game. Exactly. It's just, I mean, yeah. easy in. It's going to take. Um, vehicles off the highway. It's going to help the environment. You know, it's just, I, I don't see a, it's a win-win as far as I can see. Yeah. And, and then I was working with a group of over 100 businesses when I was in the Senate doing, trying to get that, that study passed. And these are business owners that saying it's going to help them with um, recruiting workers. It's going to help sure. them uh, retain workers. And it's going to be, it's going to be more accessible for them to so again, it was pulled off the calendar. There was no vote. Is it ever going to come back? Well, it, it failed out of. It could. I mean, it could okay. if we can get the if the money's still available for the federal uh, for a federal. So study. is that something as Manchester mayor you could? Help? I would go up and testify okay. with it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, very familiar. I think um, Regina Birdsell is still the chairman of that, as far as I know, and um, she's great too. But I, I know we disagreed on that issue. But it's just I'd love to talk to her about it and how it would expand. Yeah. Um, for, oh, for that, businesses. That would be terrific, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, there's a lot of businesses going in downtown and in the city, and I, I think it would, would help. You look at the development just around the airport, yeah. and I can't right. imagine those employee uh, those employers wouldn't want uh, an easy access to more employees coming up from Very north true. and south to come in to work. Very true. Well, there's there's rail, uh, you know, uh, you know, on the in the seacoast area from uh, from Boston up to uh, up to Maine. Uh, the down easter has been yeah. very successful. So yeah. Why why couldn't uh, that be duplicated? Uh, Makes sense to me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we did touch because schools are going to be opening probably tomorrow. I don't know in Manchester do they open tomorrow? Next week. Next week. Yeah. I know they you know, open in Concord tomorrow. I never went to school before Labor Day, and uh, now now it's commonplace. But uh, Manchester's opening next week. Enough teachers uh, in Manchester, or could you use more? We 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 could always use more. I mean, we have some great teachers, dedicated teachers, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, it's funny because uh, like I said, our three kids graduated public schools, and it's just every at the first week you always get a list of things they need, and I that was so frustrating. Not as a parent because you want to help. But I felt bad for the teachers, and I don't know how many. I some of um, my wife's best friends are teachers, and it's just they they put their heart and soul into it. I mean, they're, they're working weekends, they're they're pulling money out of their own pocket to get supplies. Right. And yep. you know, I've huge proponent. Like I said, I went through t- public schools in Manchester. My kids did, and I'll do everything I can to support them. And um, you know, it's it's exciting too because I'd like to I'd like to see the uh, facilities report that's coming out for the schools. I mean, our schools right now, the average is a uh, age is 75 years i think it'd be great to see mm. something state of the art state of, that where kids learn you know i mean you'll even look at pre-k with uh kids kids brains are like a sponge and that's where we want to get all that knowledge into as we possibly can and um even toward the manchester community college it's just uh it's great it's a different learning environment if you develop it the way it is the way it should be now well my two daughters grew up in the queen city both uh, graduated from central and uh 
they're both doing very well. So it's uh, a great education. It, 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 it really, really is. is. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it truly is, and uh, that is that is for sure. Kevin Kavanaugh, delight to have you on uh, today. You're you're always welcome. Uh, running for mayor of the Queen City of Manchester. Primary is September nineteenth. So please get out and vote, and uh, um, I'd be honored to get your vote. Very good, Kevin. Thanks for being Talk with to us. Talk to your two daughters. And uh, right, <laughs> yeah, they're living in Massachusetts now. Oh, I don't know. I don't see, know what happened to see, them. There we go. We got to get them back up. <laughs> vote early. Vote often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the incomparable Peter St. James. Thank you. Hope to have you back in studio soon. He said you were buying me breakfast. That's the only reason I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That'll do it for this edition of uh, Kale and Company on a Tuesday again. If you missed any of it or want to hear it again, and who wouldn't, uh, tune in after 7 o'clock tonight on 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in Manchester and beyond, and streaming around the world and around the clock at nhtalkradio.com. Have a good Tuesday, everybody. We're presented by Northeast Delta Dental.